Well, 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 we are back. Took, took that nice little break, dropped that fun episode with Colin, got that great episode with Nick Arthur that you all just checked out. Um, that was our 20th milestone, you know. Um, wanted to announce something cool before I start this episode. Um, we are going to be, I'm going to be shifting everything. I'm still going to do the vlogs. Uh, I have some more solo stuff coming, you know, or just the, the 15 minute episodes with myself. Uh, I am going to upload all of the interview episodes to a podcast platform online. So that will be there. So thanks for everybody that's checked those out so far. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, we are back. Uh, obviously, you see the headset. You know what that means. I'm your boy, Joel Cupcake. And here's another episode of 15 minutes or so. My guest today is a very good friend of mine. Uh, we've gotten close over the last couple of years. Uh, he's the president of our group chat. Um, I'm never going to explain what that means. I'll just let you take wild stabs in the dark at it yourself. He is a tour manager extraordinaire. He is a great artist manager as well. I've had the pleasure of doing quite a bit of business with him in the music industry. And it is the uh, king of the internet trolls himself, EJ Shannon. EJ, what is going What's on, up, my brother? How's it going? How are Good, you? my man. Good. I'm great. I'm great. It's a beautiful day here in California. Um, and I'm talking to you, my, my, yeah. my, my El Presidente. So, yeah. you know, can't really, can't really, uh, complain, you know? Um, well, uh, you know, before we get started on this, uh, you know, EJ, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the show. I kind of give everybody the same rundown. Um, basically I've started this as a way for my friend, for, you know, my friends, the people that subscribe, the viewers, the random people that find the show, your people that are going to watch the show that from the links you provide and all that stuff, uh, you know, it's all, everything's unedited. You know, I don't, you know, as I told you earlier, you know, we don't, I don't go back and edit anything. There's no scripts. You don't even know what the fuck I'm about to ask you. Like it's tight. Um, EJ does run EJ Shannon management, uh, everybody, as you can see from the ticker, boom, right there. Um, you know, so check that out. But you know what? Uh, we're not necessarily here to talk about that today, EJ, because I already know that you manage bands and I already know that you tour with a bunch of awesome metal and rock and roll bands. I want to know about you. I want to know about you. I don't know about want to know about all those people that work for you at the management company. I don't want to know about your whole roster. I want to know about you, EJ motherfucking Shannon. Let's go. All right. All right. So, so, you know, I met you, what, we've been friends four or five years now? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we met. You were tour manager after the burial when I, when we had them at the Catalyst, and you were there. And I had heard about the infamous EJ Shannon. I had seen your fucking yellow stickers everywhere. You yeah, know, you know, but I never met you. And then you know, I forget. I think Tanner was our was our main mutual friend at that point in time. I don't know if were yeah. you that close to Dan then. I don't remember. Yeah, Tanner and Defonz. Okay, yeah. Um, well, yeah, we met and it was great, but, um, how did you, so, so, you know, at, you know, you, you were tour managing for a long time and then the last couple of years, you've also focused on band management as well. So, yeah. you know, I don't even know, I, I, I know, but I forget, like, how old are you? Cause you're pretty young for how successful you are and what we do. Yeah. I'm 26. Okay. So you're 26. So how did you get into the touring thing? How did you get started? And then when did you make the decision to like become a manager? But let's start with the, let's go way back. I want to know like young EJ, like when did you start going to shows? How'd you get into the touring? How'd you get into being a TM? Yeah. So um, when I was in junior high, maybe 12 years old or so, I started getting into metal, Slipknot, bands like that, and started going to shows as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
started going to shows as well. I got really involved in the um, Chicago music scene mm -hmm. scene over here, and um, I made a bunch of friends. One of those friends, uh, his name is Mike Shanahan. He he's actually in a band I manage called Hive. They're really awesome, so check them out. Um, but he got offered to play bass in Oceano. Okay. And they needed a van for a tour that they were doing. This is in 2014, January, February, 2014. And I had a van and they asked me if they could rent the van. I'm like, sure, but bring me on tour with you. And that's kind of how I got into it. So started off. See, I, see, I didn't even know that about you. That's tight. Yeah, yeah. Started off doing merch for Oceano. Um, eventually worked my way up to tour managing them. And then after that, I just started making more connections and working with other bands in the genre. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, you've tormented Oceano, the faceless after the yep. burial. Have you done a mirror or were you, they were just on the tour you were on. I, I tour managed a mirror as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Hit me with it. Hit me with it. I want to know. I don't, I don't. Born of Osiris. Yeah. A bunch of bands. That's tight. That's sick. That's sick. And then, and then, so like you obviously liked it, right? Like that's like your calling. You love being on the road and being a, a crew member. Yeah. I love it. What, what's your favorite thing about it? Like, you know, hit me. Cause like when I remember, cause I used to do that. Like, I wish we had done this at the same time. Like, so we could have no. always been like, you know, when you're on tour and you see the people that you run into a lot, it's all, or like at, like at a fest or sometimes at the same waffle house or what the fuck ever. It's fucking awesome. Like the vibes are just so good. Right. Like, maybe you I, can I, do a tour someday. You know, maybe, maybe. I don't, that depends on if people want to deal with, you know, the modern age, <laughs> you know, old, broken, bitter Joel Cupcake. You know, back then I was like way chubbier and I was so aloof and I slept three hours and I drank a lot. And I didn't care and I, I did whatever the bands told me to do and we just had a blast. But times were easier back then, you know. I was living on my friend's couch, you know, I didn't have to pay rent. Like it was tight. All I had to do was, you know, pay my fucking cell phone bill and uh, and eat on the road. So it was sick. But uh, yeah, I I just I totally lost my train of thought there, EJ. I don't I well I don't I don't. Oh oh, my favorite thing. My favorite thing about touring is, uh, you know, I loved like whether it was hungover or not, waking up in a new town every fucking day. Like the things I got to see, the people I got to meet. You know my the my friends and whatnot. It was just it was great. That's my favorite aspect of touring. What what would you say your favorite thing from touring was? Oh, oh, I think we lost him. My goodness. Maybe his internet went out. I'm texting him right now, everybody. Let's just wait a second. I am gonna see if I can re-get him in here. So let me close this for the meantime, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, you know, as I was saying, that was my favorite thing from toying was, you know, I just, uh, you know, I just went and did it, woke up every day in a different town, you know, like it was just great, dude. I just thoroughly, thoroughly loved it. Um, I've met so many awesome people that are still close and great friends in my life. 
um, each, you know, and then through some of those people, now I've met people like EJ and Dan and Andrew and Sean. Well, actually, I know Andrew from booking shows, but you know, a lot of the previous guests that I've had on the show are because of the fact that not only am I a promoter, but I spent some time touring as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hold on, I'm texting him right now. He's, uh, he's coming back, ladies and gents. Uh, I don't edit anything. I don't restart anything. I don't do none of that. So uh, just bear with me. Some some technical difficulties, uh, I think. I don't know if it's my end or EJ's end. But, um, you know, we'll get it. I love EJ. Uh, we are in a group chat together with a bunch of other dudes from the music industry. Uh, every, like, two years, we jokingly have a democratic system of who does what in the group chat. And, um, you know... EJ's the president. I'm the executive vice president. Defonce is the president. Or I'm sorry, the vice president. You know, uh, Sean Mott got voted music industry rookie of the year. You know, first year we had the group chat. Um, there's some other less than savory titles I won't say out loud. I also can't let you know the deep inner workings of it. You know what I mean? Because that would just be giving away unfair information. And I am not about that. You know. Uh, anyways, you know, I'll take this time to talk about something I want to talk about. You know, we are in the middle of, you know, there's constant protests over what's going on with George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I'm hopefully going to have some guests soon that um, are, you know, African-American so they can give you the black perspective on what's going on and tell their stories and be heard a little bit. Um, I feel like there's not enough of outlets doing that right now. And I have a couple friends in music that are African-American who play music and I want I want them to be able to get it out. Um, I think you, obviously, you, everybody should be supporting this movement. Um, you know, I uh, I know I've, everyone's worried about skeletons in the closet. I know there's a lot of shit surrounding it, um, but you know what, like this country needs change. Um, it's, it's, it's not safe. It's a scary place to live if you're a person of color. And that's not, that's not okay. You know, I have so many people that work at Pinup. I have so many friends. I have so many bands that play our shows. I have so many kids that attend our shows. Well, and, and adults, you know, that, that aren't just white people. And so we really should be supporting and listening. And even if you don't a hundred percent agree with everything that is being said with the BLM movement, you know, you should at least um, pay attention, you know, because, it is uh, it is important and it's changing history. And I don't want to be one of those, you want to be on the right side of history people, but you, you do, you, you should. Um, so it is important. Okay, so here we go. Um, EJ is back. Oh, oh, my bad, there we go. Yo. I don't know what happened, Edward, I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's all good. My, uh, I'm using my phone for internet and I had it sitting in the sun and it overheated a little. Oh shit! Well, I know how that goes. The hot spot, the hot spots don't like being hot. Yeah, <laughs> too hot. Well, hot for the hot. I have kept the, the episode rolling because, as I explained to you, unedited baby. Uh, so I talked a little bit about some of my own stuff. Talked about the importance of the Black Lives Matter movement and what's going on with the protests and awesome. how, how everybody should like listen and you know at least you know if if they don't necessarily agree with what's going on, they should at least hear everyone's stories and 
you know, listen to all the different perspectives going on because, you know, the amount of injustices that have been done to people of color in this country, you know, they deserve you, they, they deserve to at least be heard, even if you don't agree, you know. Um, anyways, I don't remember what the last thing you heard me say was, EJ, um, I was asking you, uh, or I was explaining that my favorite thing from tour was kind of like, you know, you wake up and you're in a new city every day, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. The travel uh, aspect of it is really cool. I think my favorite part about it is just being surrounded by some of my best friends every day and getting to work hand in hand with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you, you're like me, you're very outgoing. You're a likable guy. You're always doing your utter best to have a good time, yes. um, but you're also working. Like you, you can, you can hunker down and be like, I'm going to pull a prank on the opening band, but still get all my duties done for the headlining band. <laughs> um, I don't know if I was successful at that. That's not, I, I don't like to stroke myself on the show that's a thing i'm big about is not doing that so hopefully some of the bands i worked with don't have too many complaints but uh, i was also much younger when i was doing that so who knows um but yeah uh you know you're i feel like you're, you're a lot like me like when i toured like i only toured with a handful of bands but that's because every band i toured they were like my friends like it wasn't just a job you know mm -hmm. like i toured with the arsonist guys i toured with with the as Blutterins black dudes you know i did a couple tours with i did one tour with danza a tour within the ruins a tour with oceano like all great dudes you know um people that i met through touring and got closer with on tour you know it was great um that's how you know now that's how i got to become friends with you know a lot of the dudes in the chariot and the old old like one of i don't know like eight thousand lineups ago of norma jean you know what i mean yeah. i don't even think i know anybody still in the band uh, other than Corey, who is not, uh, who's off his rocker, unfortunately. But um, yeah, so I mean, so what's, so yeah, so you would say the travel and being with your best friends is your favorite part of it. What's like, yeah. uh, give me like, what is the most heinous, like what's the most ridiculous over the top thing you've you've dealt with on tour? Like whether it was like from a business aspect or just like a, were you stuck in the middle of a fucking tornado, whatever, you know what I mean? Like what's the most ridiculous thing that's happened? Um, man, I've had a few, uh, there was one where I was starting a tour. The tour hadn't even started, hadn't even had a show yet. And, um, we had the guitarists, laptop, backpack, everything get, get stolen from him at a hotel that we were at. Um, like you hadn't even started a show yet. Not even, not even played a show. Some guy came and like pushed him down and stole everything that he had and so we, we went the whole tour with him just freaking out about this stuff. I mean, he, he was, um, you know, writing and recording music. He had a lot of stuff that he had lost mm -hmm. from that. And then actually after the tour was over, he ended up getting his backpack back. So it was a, a serial thief who got caught um, stealing a car, I believe. Holy shit. And, yeah, something crazy like that. And they recovered all of this lost property, including um the backpack so that's one thing um i've had i don't know a lot of a lot of issues on on tour just come up here and there you know uh i was on a oh, tour yeah. we all know the first day curse you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, what's day. gonna blow up or light on fire or who's gonna get sick or who's gonna try to get kicked off the tour on the first day you know what i mean like there's always there's yeah. always something yep i've shown up on uh to, to a tour where i show up the day before the tour starts and the band's like hey we didn't tell you this, but we don't have a van or trailer yet. And we didn't tell you because we figured you wouldn't come if we told you that. So Jesus. we're going to find a van and a trailer to start a tour and 
just yeah there's all kinds of things that come up and in the middle of the tours too things happen it's not just oh yeah yeah. Oh, I know. I just, that's kind of like always like, you know, us industry folk and anybody that's been in a band and tour, it's like the first day, something always goes wrong. You know, there's always yeah, some yeah. fucking issue somewhere, you know? Yeah. So, oh man. Good first day is, is a rare thing, but it happens too. Yeah. No, it does happen. There's been a few times it's happened. I mean, I, I feel like I'm lucky and I get to see you and Frank Finale and a lot of my touring friends. I get to see you on the last day because like Santa Cruz sometimes ends up being the last day of tour, you know, like that's been happening a lot lately. And so it's like, dude, I love it because it's like, everyone's just like, let's have a fucking good time. Let's hang out. Like mm-hmm. sounds dialed in. There's no stress. You know what I mean? It's, it's great, dude. It's great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Last day is fun. Yeah. So like what's obviously like you've moved up in, in escalons and tiers of like bands you work for and what you do. And like, I know you are friends with most of them, but like, you know, what's, uh, what do you say? Like, what, what do you attribute to like progressing through that the most? Like what quality, you know, or, or like, you know, if you had to give an advice to somebody, what's like the number one thing that you think has helped you like continue in a professional sense to like move up the, the ladder, so to speak, I guess. Um, just being a, a hard worker and, you know, a pleasant person to be around. Um, if you're on tour, that's, that's a really big thing. Like you don't, you don't want to be working with someone who's grumpy all the time. Basically that's you want to work, work with someone who's fun, loves what they're doing, lifts you up, you know, good energy, that whole thing. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think you nailed that right on the head. Um, what, what, let, let's ask the question. I got to ask EJ, what is the fucking deal? Because this happened before I this started before I knew you. What is the deal with the EJ Shannon stickers? Like, how did that idea come up? Who facilitated it? Yeah. Like, hit me with it. I stole that idea from Frankie Palmieri, actually. Oh. Before I knew him. I didn't know him at the time, but he had these, these Frankie Palmieri stickers. And I think I actually first saw one at the Rave in Milwaukee. Yeah. And... I saw this sticker of his just it's just his name and I'm like that's hilarious that's awesome and then you know I kept seeing them here and there and I was like all right I'm, I'm gonna do this myself I tour I go to a bunch of different venues yeah. I make my own stickers and and put them up in dressing rooms and whatnot and it just kind of expanded from there and I don't think Frankie really does it anymore but um no I haven't seen that I've, in a long time yeah yeah every once in a while I run into one and and I always put one of mine up next to it and uh, take a picture of it and send it to him but um, I yeah, that. I definitely took that idea from him. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that's great. Yeah, I, like, because I, I see them everywhere. Like, even I don't, you know, even at the end of my touring career, you know, I don't know if I don't know when you started doing that, but like, yeah, you know, like I, you know, I fly out to a couple out of state shows a year, like some bigger festivals, concerts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you and I both manage bands, so like my bands will always be like, hey, like we still haven't met this, the infamous EJ Shannon yet, you know, and send me a picture of the sticker. And I'm like, man, that motherfucker really is <laughs> everywhere, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. The stickers have done a lot actually. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's tight. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, you got the brand on point brother, like good, you know, so, yeah. so, so many bands can't even get that down and look at you. You're not even in a band and you got it down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Well, I, you know, everybody knows, you know, people that pay attention to the internet, you know, we know about the golden post. They've seen it, you know, they've seen yeah. you read it. That's like that whole thing of show. For those of you that don't understand, 
you know, like twice a year on my comment section and all over Facebook, people just start spamming. Uh, it's like a list of shows to check out on my tickets. For. Starts yeah. off like that. Yeah, get your tickets. I deliver. EJ's coming live on stage. It's a copy paste. Yeah, um, you know, you know, EJ. Like as I said at the intro of the episode, like you're like the king internet troll, dude. Like <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Like what? Like is that just that just that's just you know an emphasis on your personality, right? Like you love being funny and just having a good time. Like yes. was there like a was there like a time when you started like you know? doing more of that? Has that always been your personality? Like I said, I haven't known you this whole time. I think if, if anything, it's actually slowed down a little bit from when I was younger, like in high school and didn't really care about anything. So, yeah. I mean, back then I, I think that I was kind of trolling to the max and just going crazy with it. And now it's, you know, at a, an okay level where it's just fun and I'm not, uh, not too wild anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I, especially as you get older and more into the business, it's like harder to do yeah. funny shit. And it's also harder to say what you want because there's so much politics involved and you, you don't know, you know, who's going to be offended. And then yeah. like right, right now there's, you know, m much more important issues going on in the world than normal. So nobody wants to take away from that. You know, I feel bad still doing the show, but like, it helps me stay sane and it helps, you know, I still want to get a little bit of content out and it gives people a little bit of a break, you know, a little bit of a reprieve. Uh, we all know the world sucks. You know, we all know it's negative and all that. And, you know, if this, if this, you know, 20, 30 minutes gives somebody a little bit of a pause, like that's what I'm here for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so like, you know, again, I want people to get to know you, like what's like, you know, what's the EJ Shannon day? Like, what do you do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I wake up, I check my emails, have fun. I don't know. Every day is different, I guess. Do you ever do uh, emails in bed or uh, from I always, pool? I always do emails in bed at first. And then, you know, I get up, but I pretty much uh, always do emails in bed when I wake up. Yeah, I got to tell you, the bed is great, but emails from the pool, EJ, you, you <laughs> haven't lived, brother. Yeah. You have not, you have not lived. I know. I mean, you might be the troll king, but I think I might be like the vacation emails from the pool king. Okay, I'll take that. I will take. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I, I have no problem denying that. Um, so what's 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 your take on you know what's going on right now? Like, when do you think you're going to get back to work on the tour manager front? Like, you know, you and I haven't actually had this discussion. I've talked to like Dan and a few other people. And I haven't really done anything about COVID on the show since the very beginning. Like what's, what are you, what's your thought process on like there's COVID and then now there's all the, the peaceful protests, which we, the country obviously needs, mm -hmm. you know? So like, how do you think this is going to change everything? Cause like places are being burnt down. Obviously there's going to be this huge, you know, on top of already having to worry about when COVID goes away or goes back to normal or there's a fucking vaccine or whatever. Now there's like, I mean, it might, there might be a, some people that wear tin hats like me think that there might be a fucking civil war coming soon. You know what I mean? And that's going to throw everything into even more disarray. Yeah. Well, I hope there's not a civil war coming soon, but um, I guess what I'd have to say is with all the protests and everything, what, whatever's going on right now and however long it takes, I just really hope that there are some results from it and we can end racism and kind of, um, you know, 
have have everything be about equality and get people of color to the um, you know to the point where they deserve to be and where they have deserved to be for forever. Yeah. And um, so I hope that that all the protests and everything, I hope they don't last too much longer. And I hope that we can see some results from them soon, but um, you know, as long as they need to last, you know, let it, let it go and let them do thing. And hopefully, um, you know, hopefully it doesn't come to a civil war, but if it does, if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. Yeah. You know, for COVID, I think that there probably won't be any tours or or very few tours happening this year in 2020 but um i'm hoping that 2021 can go really hard and there can be a lot of awesome tours that year and everything can get back to normal yeah i mean i know my biggest concern and i think i've i don't know if i've voiced this on an actual episode yet or not but i've been on a few podcasts and brought it up is like i think my biggest concern is like are people going to want to go back to shows? Cause like there's obviously certain areas where people think it's a hoax or are not concerned about it. And I know more people, especially now that it's been a couple months are doing this whole, like, well, fuck it. Like we have, let, let's just gather. And then the herd immunity will save most of us. And it won't save some of us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's my biggest concern out here is like, you know, a lot of a lot of the feedback I've gotten from people is like, yeah, we want to go to shows, but like if they live at home or if they have a loved one that you know is in, is at risk, you know, like just because you can go back to shows and bands can show up and play, doesn't mean that people are going to want to come see you. Yeah, so I don't know because it's it's new territory, really. It's yeah. it's hard to hard really hard to predict what's going to come from all of this and. Um, you know, I'm no expert on viruses at all, but hopefully they're able to make some sort of a vaccine that kind of, that can just, you know, solve this whole issue and, and get things back to normal. That's yeah, I hope for. And like I said, I'm no expert on it. So I don't know if that's um, realistic or how long it's going to take, but um, I'm hoping that this whole thing is short lived. I agree. Yeah, I know we'd all like to get back to normal. I know you're and my artists included, you know, you and a lot of my friends are, you know, you tour for a living, like, so it's affecting everyone's livelihood, you know, so I, I, I fucking get it, man. I fucking yeah. get it. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Let's, um, you know, is there, is there, is there like, any, do you want to throw anything out? Is there something, something really EJ Shannon you want to do right now? You want the people to see where you hear? <laughs> giving you the platform for a free troll right now, EJ. Like free troll on any, you know, you just spit it out. I don't even care if it's aimed at me. Just spit it out. I don't know. I could read the Golden Post. That's about it. Ooh, might be a little too uh, lengthy. It'd, it'd add a lot of length to this episode. You know what? Maybe I'll just link the first people trolling for now. Just put a link in there. Uh, I will link the video of you reading that golden post from that show. I forget what show it is. Yeah. yeah. I will put the link to the golden post being read out loud by EJ Shannon in the description at the bottom of the video. Okay. There we go. There we go. I like that. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right, EJ. Well, I have like a few uh, exit questions. I ask everyone. Um, It is still an interview and I still, you know, you know, got to do some of the cheese ball shit. Um, What's your favorite color? Red. Okay. What's your favorite food? Deep dish pizza. 
I knew you were going to fucking say that. I love it. Uh, Boy. Um, what is your favorite city to go to on tour? To go to on tour. Um, like, where, like when you're like there, you're like, oh, this venue rules. I know there's good food. The vibes are good. Yeah. I mean, weather is all over the place in every city, but. Uh, I really like, um, I really like Amsterdam. If I'm going there on tour, uh, the venues are all really nice. I think that they're, they're actually somewhat um, government funded or they're like nonprofit and some, something, something like that. Really yeah. nice venues over there. So I really, I really like that. Um, it's a good city and I like Las Vegas a lot. Vegas is never, never a dull moment for sure. That's never a dull moment. And if you play one of the bigger venues in Vegas, they're all pretty nice. And like the hospitality is on par. Yeah. 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 They're all really nice venues, especially if you're playing in a casino. It's awesome. But yeah. I, I hear so many great cities and great venues out there and awesome people. So there are a ton of different cities that, I love going to. Okay. That's good. Yeah, no, no, I love it. I love it. Um, what is, so we, we talked a lot about store managing and whatnot. Uh, as far as you being an artist manager, man, man, wow. Artist manager goes, what's like, give me one big piece of advice. Like what's the number one thing you would say to say someone wants to like, Hey, there's a local band in my town. I want to manage and then maybe go get a job at, at a company somewhere or, you know, do what we did where we started our own companies for management. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what's, what's your number one like piece of advice you would give someone wanting to enter into like the business, like the backside of the music industry. Um, make as many connections as you can and just, you know, get yourself out there, go to shows. That's the biggest thing. Like, you're, you're not going to become a manager if, if you're just sitting at home the whole day. So um, make connections in person at shows or whatever. And um, also on the internet, you know, um, just the more connections you have, the, yeah. the better off you are in this industry. Yeah. Connections sure. and networking are have been a lifesaver for me. And when mm -hmm. I started being more, you know, like Santa Cruz, I mean, you've been there, EJ, like, you know how California is outside of LA. And I, I mean, not even Sacramento really anymore because Artery Foundation is not doing a whole lot of management. Like basically there is no music industry really outside of Southern California. So like for so long, I just did this like by my, I don't even know anybody like fuck that, whatever, like blah, 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 blah. Like bands know what rules here. They'll come play in like the Bay and the Southern, the South Bay specifically. And then like, you know, now I do shows more places. So obviously my train of thought expanded, but like, you know, and then like in the last like five years, I've been doing a lot better with networking. You know, I've been meeting more people. I've been open to like more friendships with people like you. And like, you know, like Sean Mott's one of my best friends. He goes on the other side of the fucking country. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like, and I think it's paid dividends for all of us getting, having like our little, our little unit, like our little group, yeah, we're like, in a group chat for those who don't know. We're in a oh, free group chat. I explained when you cut out. I like was like, okay. oh, we have a group chat, and then every two years we have like a democracy voting, and you're the you're El Presidente. Yeah, uh, and I'm the executive vice president. So yes, Defense is president. You're executive vice president. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, I told them that Sean Mott was Rookie of the Year, his first year in the chat. You know, that's a very much Director of Ads and Approvals, or Ads, and, remo ads and Removals. There it, is. there it is. And then, I don't know if we have a treasurer because there's no money that goes around. Anthony Cabrera. Oh, yeah. ACI. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then we got our, you know, our weed expert with a Q. You know, it's tight. Yeah, Anthony. 
shout, shouts to the group chat. Just shouts. If any of you watch this, I don't know if you will. Um, we know Tanner won't. So, <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, EJ. Well, I have one last question for you, and then we'll wrap it. Um, well, technically two, but the last one's just a recap thing. The question is, so um, I explain this. I do this every episode. Uh, I know you watched a couple of my episodes, so you pr probably know what the question is. Um, you know, especially being in the music industry, as you said earlier, like you've toned down some of the trolling, you've toned down some of the stuff. You know, we always have to have, um, when we're doing business, you have to have a little bit of a face. You know, you, you're still yourself. You know, you and me especially, like we don't, there's not a big difference between like business Joel and, and normal Joel and business EJ and normal EJ. But like, you know, there's something, you know, we all, we all have a face, we all have a mask we wear, we all have like a, you know, a presentation, a way we present ourselves. So like, what is something about you that you feel like a lot of people that don't, that aren't in your, your super close circle know about you? You know, like what's like, whether it's like a, a habit or a personality trait or an interest, you know, like maybe you like to read a shit ton and I don't know that about you. You know what I mean? I love playing chess. That's, that's something a lot of people don't know. I'm a big fan of it pretty decent at it not not the best but it's something that i i really enjoy i think it's a, a beautiful game that's i see i i did not know that about you yeah that's yeah, awesome that's a hobby of mine for sure did you did you start that in school or is it something you've kind of picked up as an adult or what um i didn't do it in school really i i, I probably picked it up starting when i was in high school and okay. i got really into it at one point as well and i've kind of slowed down a little bit but um still enjoy playing here okay. and there. that's tight see i didn't know that about you at all yeah yeah that's sick that's and that's i know that that's a very intellectual like you know you think like you know video games yeah. are hand-eye coordination and like you have you know you have to learn patterns and stuff but chess is like that's all up here baby oh yeah oh yeah that's awesome okay well ej thank you my man for joining me um how can everybody find you and your company online list it out um, ejshannonmanagement.com there, there you go, go. nice That's clean and simple and you're just ej shannon on everything right yeah or um on instagram and twitter it's ej shannon 100 oh that's right because you keep it 100 so yeah all right tight uh everybody i'll have ej's links uh to check out his stuff and his business stuff uh below uh in the description uh i'm also pointing at my name right there so make sure you follow me everywhere if you haven't if you're watching this because you know who ej is and you're like who the fuck is this asshole interviewing him uh i'm joel cupcake you can go back a couple episodes and figure out who i am uh thanks for watching everybody be sure to subscribe down below uh i would appreciate it greatly uh things are trucking along great i'm having a blast doing this uh, i will be adding all these interviews to a podcast site eventually i'm still doing some research for figuring that out um ej yes brother, thank you for joining me my president yeah, thank you for having me. No, I appreciate fun. it, man. It was it's been it's been great, and I learned some stuff about you that I didn't know. And like, I feel like it's been that way with every guest I've had, and that you That's know, awesome. so I get a little personal reward out of it too. You know, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Sure. All right, well, everybody, this has been another episode of at Joel Cupcake. It's me, your boy. We're unedited. EJ is unedited. We're all unedited. Of fifteen minutes or so with Edward James Shannon. Yes, Edward Joseph Shannon. Oh. Fuck. Why did I think it was James? Uh, everyone thinks it's James. I don't know. Uh, but I know it's Joseph. Yeah. Because you and you and cute-ass Defonce have the same middle name. Middle name. I know. Everyone still says James, though, which 
is okay. I'm fine with that. I mean, maybe that sounds a little more elegant, like Edward James. Edward. Oh, it's because of Edward James Olsmos. That's why. Oh, yeah. Because of that fucking actor. Oh. Anyways, well, we went off on that tangent. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. EJ, I fucking love you. Love you, too.